0: Hello, everybody. Welcome into Inside LaFC. It's Max Vince Podcast MVP. The other MVP rebranded. Rebranded. We just need some nice photos. We're also doing something a little different because uh, you can't see us. But we're actually we are, we're, actually, we're normally side to side, but today we're face to face. Why?
1: Because we're gonna fight. <laughs> No. <laughs> exactly this is. I don't know, I feel bad It's the one day that you did come very uh, chic, Max I did and I decided not to have I'll,
0: I'll paint the picture I have my, uh, well, you, fair, I had my Ferragamo You want to talk glasses. about painting those
1: pants yeah, painted I painted on
0: you Green uh green stretchy pants that are very tight
1: Stretchy pants And I
0: realized I need to work on my calf muscles Okay My quads are okay Calf yeah. muscles needs a little work
1: Yeah, a little bit uh. Not gonna lie and, You uh, look better than I do though Because I've got some kind of uh, I think No but you're
0: pretty Clothing I, wise You're always pretty hip
1: Yeah well I got, I got Is this that sh- Eating Raul? No this is a Judah shirt Judah Great glam band from Rome
0: Oh Did they I heard Yeah they opened for fish In uh, Dick's Absolutely not
1: <laughs> They would have murdered Those guys
0: <laughs> And vice versa It would have been a bad scene But Judah
1: No good band They speak. They sing in English uh, Big soccer fans Big Roma soccer fans And Francesco Totti Soccer fans um, And they have a song Called Number 10 That's about Francesco Totti hey, so. Number 10 hey. in English Yeah Everything they do is in English Oh so check them out
0: I'll check them out judah g i u d getting a lot of great responses from everyone uh we've been at the bank a couple times people come up say, hey, you would get that too if you'd mosey around and just throw stuff at people like I do
1: I'm a lone wolf a
0: lone wolf you No, are, I've been busy lately yeah I've sure been busy you have been.
1: busy with you we we went and did a great promo shoot on the metro, yeah. which was uh pretty awesome but very tense because we had to nail takes in one take and you Max, you did it. I yes. I actually, I'm not going to lie. It was for the it.
0: Metro leading into the Iron Maiden show. And something about you. you, you do on-air work, you do podcast work, you are a writer and a very good one, and you also like a producer here. You get these ideas and you produce them. I should help more on these fronts and I really don't.
1: That actually, we purposely leave you out of that part.
0: Okay, but I, I want in. I want in. <laughs> At least I just want credit for it. I don't oh, have to do any work. What do you mean? You're like the face. You get all the executive credit. Executive producer, Max Bredos. Everyone sees
1: you and hands you food <laughs> and, and gifts and everything every true. time you go out. See, I, see, I, we need to flip roles. You're right. Yep. I need to get out there more. I need right. to be on camera more. I'll get more free stuff. Yeah, we need it. Like we have t-shirts. more content
0: rolling out. We need we need people that are already in here so we don't have to pay extra.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's true.
0: We're gonna, have, we're gonna have this club's gonna have so much money. We're gonna be we're gonna get George Clooney on at one point. They're gonna they're gonna want to come.
1: I would like to hear Clooney's breakdown yes. of the first half of the Minnesota of LAFC versus Minnesota.
0: Hey, by the way, before I say, uh, I heard Iron Maiden September fourteenth. It's locked down. Oh yeah, it's sold out, sold out. So Bank of California is gonna be rocking September fourteenth as it did this summer for the Misfits and Mumford and Sons. It's very exciting what's happening at that stadium. Sunday, not as much. Uh, a reality check, in a way. I, not so much that this is LFC, not at all, but we were waiting for a game like this. It's almost impossible if you watch soccer as long as both of us have, even if it's a mighty team, uh, Liverpool or Manchester City or Real Madrid, you know, they have very, very, very few bad days. But LFC has had the, a, a bad half and maybe three
1: games. Yeah. I mean, in terms of those type of teams, Manchester City, the Real Madrid's, LFC's putting in one of those. Uh, seasons that MLS doesn't see very often because there's that parity that we have to deal with.
0: And they have to uh, play by those parity rules at LAFC. They have to LFC. play by those
1: rules, but LFC's putting in one of those seasons where it's... it's And it's not just the wins, right? It's the goal differential. It's the goals for. It's everything. I mean, it's just... It's dominant. So I think that's the reason why maybe I get frustrated when these performances have happened and then we get... Because we get to see the backlash of people saying, oh, my God, they're human after all. Well, we've always been a team. Yep. Uh, it's just... Yeah, there's going to be, I guess... The outliers are always going to stick out just a little bit more with this team. So that's why it is upsetting. I mean, look, I'm not going to write off a loss and say, like, oh, don't even worry about it, guys. There's definitely there's, bits there's- and pieces to pull from anything. And there's bits and pieces to pull from wins. But yeah, you, there's going to be days like these. I mean, one of the most impressive things, and Bob brings it up a lot, is that run into the Premier League last season. Liverpool's winning almost every single game but Man City goes down and wins 15 straight matches.
0: So maybe they don't have bad days Man City.
1: Well no but that but that was the anomaly right? right. Like that was so 100%. incredible to that win 15 happens. straight and to not even draw to to not have one quite even when they had a bad day they had something like they would have Vincent Company nail like a 30 yard screamer in that one game. Was that was that against West Ham? West Ham?
0: Yes it was. It was. sorry Max that's all right. West Ham are flying right now. West so Ham look fun.
1: West Ham have always had a fun collection of players. It just seems like they never all seem to be on do you the same hear, page. Do
0: you want 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 to hear a serious hot take. Okay. Chelsea fans, Tottenham Hotspur fans, Arsenal fans, Crystal Palace fans, the best team in London right now is West Ham United. Okay, as you were. Come on you Hammers. I,
1: I might not disagree. Come on
0: you Irons. Sebastian Holler is a
1: fantastic Holler, player. Felipe Anderson. Felipe Anderson's been very good. He's Emmanuel just been Lanzini,
0: away. who should be playing in the Argentine eleven,
1: Back from his injury, right?
0: Defensively, a little work. It's, there's promise there.
1: Yeah. I Pretty mean, exciting. they have a good coach now. I think as long as they have some
0: stability. This, this is also a testament that I don't think Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur... Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur, I don't think it's a team they were last year. Chelsea, obviously, are not without Aiden Hazard. And Arsenal, I think, they need a, a good defender. <laughs> they don't have one.
1: Yeah. So... That's our good two minutes for the uh, for the Iron Maiden guys. There's your West Ham content. Yeah,
0: Steve Harris, I hooked you up. There might be a little uh, there might be a little LAFC uh, Steve LAFC Iron Maiden minutia coming up soon. So yeah,
1: I'm 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 in the contract talks to join as a <laughs> join possible LAFC. designated player for the LAFC squad. happening. Exactly. I got to start uh, working on. You know, that. some things are going to happen. So possibly, but Max, so so Back to where we we've are. kind of we've kind of laid it out there, right? It's a disappointing result. Um, there's things to learn just, from.
0: Let's just look from the fans. This is what we've heard. All right, one point in two home games. There is uh, a situation where we have the international break, and we'll touch that coming up. And LAFC, very frustrated. Maybe the most, from what I heard, more frustrating because they couldn't break down. It was like an iceberg of Minnesota players in the back, which every time you hit, the ball bounced off a piece of ice.
1: Yeah. I mean, there there was still moments I mean I think that's what's so frustrating is there's so many takes that are so just balled up all in one result. Uh, and I actually went back and rewatched the game because being there is one thing you get to see a different level and then rewatching and just it's almost cathartic to know when you already know the score and you can really kind of be pulled back from it and watch it. And I'm watching that and I'm seeing I
0: did that too after that day. Kind of in the background as I did a little work, but yeah, you still. Yeah.
1: And I I, I love your call, but I actually did did it with complete sound off. Because again, I need that ability to, walk, just, to just to just kind of pull. <laughs> no, but it, it allows you. It allows you. I already know when the goals are coming. I already know what the result yeah. is. I know what the backlash is. But without the sound on, I can kind of look at moments and say, you know, what's this here? Oh, that that might have been a bigger moment than we thought. Maybe we didn't get this. And I, I looked at one thing. The first goal uh, was actually a moment where we did carve them open for a second. Edward Atuesta was having some ability. To dribble through the line. Oh, that's right.
0: There that was the great Manoni save. Dribble through end, yeah. the line.
1: Great Manoni save. It goes wide. They kick it out basically to the the midfield line and, and the touch line. In that moment, Lee Wind he 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 does a great job to cover a lot of ground. But at that point, his footwork is not quite there, and he's making big steps. And that's when the the uh, I believe it's Quintero is able to kind of escape. That's when the play really gets into uh, basically an emergency defending. But in that in that moment, for that for that maybe half second, which is the way we talk about games and decisions, LFC actually had it under control.
0: That's why I, I will say, upon watching a second time, I saw three or four chances that were, looked a lot better on a second walk. I think maybe you're watching the game, you're frustrated as part of the LFC family when you say it. You go, "Oh, that was a good." That was a good play that could have they could have scored there they could have scored there. The Lee Winfrey kick was very close, yeah, so there were those options there, there was more than one there was more than I thought there were
1: yeah, and I, I I will fully admit a lot of my problems with people on Twitter are semantics. They use words that I'm like, this is not the right word. You
0: are a weirdo about that I
1: am <laughs> well, here's here's the deal. If you tell me LFC was carved, I better see some carving yeah. and I didn't. <laughs> You know,
0: LFC <laughs> were not carved. And the other thing is suggesting that the Minnesota offense was running circles. That never happened.
1: No. And was
0: said that's insane.
1: And if you tell me they got killed in transition, well, we better all agree on what transition is. Now that first goal comes in transition. Lee Wynn goes over there. He has to make that play. Again, I say footwork. He doesn't get his angles right. The guy escapes in a moment where like you really can't let him escape. He's, he's at the touchline. He's at midfield. You've got the bodies back. You're there to, to make an assessment. Maybe maybe it's a tactical foul moment, something. You just can't let that guy get by you, and he does. But the second goal, which people are calling transition, rewatch it. It's a dead ball situation. Yeah, you're right. Brian Rodriguez, fouls man, they actually have time, and there's a little bit of time where the people are just kind of looking around. I would say this, they did turn off. You know, you can't turn off even in those moments, especially against a team that's just looking for something. But that's not a transition. Dead ball, they play it long. Eddie deals with it, but it has. it's kind of a, uncomfortable dealing with it we don't win the second ball and then a dude just destra- decides to shoot from 30 yards again these are not systemic problems so this is why when you say carved when you say transition and then my last point when you say this is a blueprint <laughs> you're wrong well because it, we, it, it, it
0: is the blueprint that maybe teams think but we'll correct, and it was executed in a much better way this time
1: well correct me if i'm wrong if you put a blueprint together it's supposed to come out exactly how the end product is so a blueprint would would presuppose that it's, that, it, that it's always going to work this is not there's no blueprint i mean there's not even for us there's no blueprint this this just gives you that chance to open the door that little bit more and if you have a a kid like mason toy who is on fire i will give him all the credit in the world uh,
0: lfc have made a start out of him because now there's mason toy Bring him to the national team immediately. Mason toy, front page of MLSsoccer.com. So I like the guy a lot. And yeah. I, I I was even before the game. I saw enough where I'm like, watch this kid. I mean, more so than Darwin Quinteto. And it turned out to be the case.
1: No, you were right. I mean, he 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 does all the things that you that you want to see a young forward do. He he runs hard, makes unselfish runs. Um, he's a gamer. You can tell you can tell. He just he's up for it. Um, and then he's got confidence. Both those shots. I never would have
0: and the first goal, the technical ability, his dribbling and finding space on a good 30-yard run, passing it off and getting it back. Yeah. That's uh, that's something you don't see too often. It, certainly Major League Soccer, and very few guys are able to execute it in the top leagues. That just He covered 40, 50 yards, and he did it in like three seconds.
1: Oh, yeah. Int- the intelligence yeah. to know the type of game that he's in, to know where the spaces are, and then, like you said, technical ability to say, I, I've I got a People
0: say 20-year-olds hint- from New Jersey, yeah, the technical ability's not there. I go, no, it's, it's- Pretty good.
1: He's got a pretty handy left foot. I mean, that yeah. first shot, that angle is very tough. And you got Walker coming in. I mean, there's there's a lot of variables in that. And he hits it. And then after you hit that, you're like, hey, man, I'm playing with house money. Hits another one. Fan- and by the way, fantastic celebrations. Yeah. I can I can give him that. Very cool. Very Making cool. Making MLS cooler with his yeah. celebrations. I mean, I I would say this. I wonder if we weren't so thirsty for a center forward, if we would be pushing him this far this fast. And, you know, we, we want Josh Sargent to be – the next best thing where you know half the fan base hates Josie Alstor which I that could be a whole episode alone which I think is unfounded but yeah if we if we had more depth I don't think he'd be pushed I think he would be right where he's supposed to be
0: there is but I mean, that's a position that's certainly open open on the on the national team stage and the internationals break is here the United States have a couple games coming up against Mexico and Uruguay and we'll we'll talk about that and how it applies to the U.S. team as well so uh, semantically, you've cleared the air. I've cleared the air. Hopefully, <laughs> be careful when you tweet because Vince will be on you I w- with your words. Yeah, we've figured out a blueprint. I
1: finished those takeaways. I can't go to sleep right away. So if you got hot takes late at yeah. the night after LAFC games, I'm I'm hoovering those up. Are you those like those drinking out,
0: like coffee in your in your in your place? No, doing a little bit. Take- a little bit
1: harder to get the. Yeah. you know, you got to get lubricated. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little a wee tip, two fingers of uh, some. Look, some man. Whiskey. I,
1: great game. I I love writing about great games, but games like the Minnesota one are, are so tough because I already know. Look, I've already seen all the social media chatter. I know where all your minds are at, and I know that I'm basically trying to f- battering ram through there to to try to bring some some perspective. Look, I'm never gonna. I'm always gonna try to bring a nuanced take, oh. and I understand that sometimes that's not what people want in the moment. So maybe you know they need to read it a day or two after. But you know, I like to try to get those uh, takeaways out quick and. If you are a purported pundit or read that high-level person, and you're not reading it, and you're just you know dropping your hot Twitter takes of like and I, in,
0: defense, in defense of them, that's hard work to read all the articles of the insiders. Yours is great. I know a lot more about LAFC. I read everything yeah. you write. I don't do that for the the Timbers writer. Maybe I should. Yeah. Although I'm an L, I'm, I'm more and more LAFC, and I'm really happy to say that.
1: And no, of course. And I don't think the pundit's job is easy. I just think.
0: These educate yourself.
1: Well, wide-sweeping... Anytime, anytime you've sat down and you've, you've crafted a, your perfect tweet and you're like, this is good, I'm really going to hit to the point. If you're making a wide-sweeping conclusion off of one result, especially a team that's been so historically... I mean, the paces that we're setting, the records that we're still on pace to break, and you're one wide-sweeping conclusion, I don't know. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's the right way to do it.
0: Let's talk Carlos Vela real quick. Okay. And... That's the other thing is people would say, oh, they can't. Here it is. You can't win without Carlos Vela. LAFC had one other game without Carlos Vela, and they went on the road, and they won. This was, uh, will LAFC win an MLS Cup without Carlos Vela? No. I don't think that, that, that I, I, unless the stars line in something crazy, it's happened in other sports maybe, but it's not going to happen. Can they win games without him? Yes. Yeah. Do they want to get together? And do they want to go through games without him? Absolutely not. Things build around him, but we've seen other guys step up, and we hope he's back. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the next segment, but as it goes on, Carlos Vela and his role here, how do you see LAFC without him in the two games he has not played?
1: You know, it's interesting that the actual form and the style of the team doesn't change all that much, right? So it just goes to show you what kind of special player Carlos is. He has those moments that when there's maybe the team not quite so sharp here, Or maybe is just missing a step there or can't really just kind of push the team over the edge. That's what Carlos Vela does. I mean, the greatest players, it's funny, the gulf between good and great players is is smaller, I think, than the gulf between non-professionals and professionals. But clearing that wall, it seems to be so much harder. And I think that's that's the that's kind of the take that.
0: By the way, that said, it's tough to be a star player, and we don't give them enough credit for hitting these numbers and doing this great things over and over again because that is hard. Because there are really good players, you pointed out, that could be great, but they never they never do it. At least not with any consistency.
1: Yeah, they con- they condition us to think that oh, this is what you do. It's like the it's whole crazy. it's the ten thousand hours debate. It's the natural talent debate. I mean, we were just out there watching a little bit. Carlos is out there working back from injury. I mean this whole idea that he's just some kind of every, all these guys are just some kind of innate talent. We're just supposed to expect this from them. We know it's not true. Right. It's simply not. I mean, I would say this and I say that for everywhere. Zlatan Ibrahimovich Ibrahimovic trains hard, you know, uh, you can think what you want to name are. when he's on, he's training hard. I mean, there's not, you've been in this league a long time, Max. There's not a team in this league that would say, well, yeah, if we don't have our best player, we still feel pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, Brian Rodriguez, uh, great runs. He, he was able to beat some players. I think put in a big spot to start this early. I think it was fine. He got pulled off at halftime and, and to, uh, a, let's say atypical LAFC fan. But go, hey, what does that mean? I, I think we've talked about it. It's just an issue that Brian Rodriguez has been here for a couple weeks and there's there is there's textbooks that he has – yeah. figurative textbooks on the field that he has to learn from playing – and that time has to be put in if you want to have success in this Bob Bradley system. It's, there's no way around it. You can't go, okay, that's good. It is something where you have to be aligned with everyone and you got to do your homework. And that's going to happen. You, if it happens, Brian Rodriguez, that talent and that understanding, boom, is going to be combustible.
1: Yeah, he seems to have the mentality that he wants to do it. I mean, you can see his brain kind of working, right? And they, they kept, I, I'm sure you guys saw it on the broadcast, they kept just flipping sides, him and Diego, just trying to find where, where are the advantages? Where can I find moments? Can I go with this guy? But Bob said after the match, you know, we always considered him a 45 to 60-minute player, which if you think about it, makes sense. Look, he, he, he didn't have a, he came in fit, obviously, because Pennyroll is in season. But then there was that gap where we're having to deal with paperwork, which if you want to learn about that, check out the last episode. Check out last
0: week's. Inside LAFC.
1: Um, And that that sets him back, right? There's no substitute for game fitness. That's that's one thing you can always take as a truism, and it will be across the board forever and ever. Um, So he's working his way back. I think Bob made a really good point. He did some nice things, um, some nice things in isolated areas, um, showed his talent that he can beat a man, but he was static at times because he doesn't necessarily understand quite exactly the spacing quite exactly the moments of when to be here there was a few times where in my mind I'm, I'm seeing the ball come to Brian and I'm thinking okay turn and go and instead he one touch pass and then other times it's no touch it and go instead he tries to dribble so there's just those moments of one touch too many here maybe not do it there how can you work with your fullback to create with you know there was there's a lot of moments where I think him and Tristan were kind of feeling each other out because they don't they've literally only played together for about a week. And that's what to be expected. But he did still create some chances. He did still have some moments. So, again, that's where the if you rewatch that game, you you think to yourself, oh, man, LAFC were so bad that we're never going to score. Maybe. I mean, it was a bad night. I would say if that game went another 45 minutes, maybe we probably didn't score. And that's I don't know if
0: they would have. It's just something where it was like the roots were set. And I think after a while, it's coming, especially after 90 minutes of game time. And-
1: yeah. I think after the first half, the ideas started to run low. The energy starts to run low, yeah. and I think that's wh- that's more a reflection of running out ideas, but also Minnesota came set up really well. And I know I just said not the blueprint, but they set up really well and they defended well. Not every team can do that. Not every team is going to say, okay, three center backs, three defensive midfielders in front of those center backs, two wing backs, and we're going to play in positions to where we're going to let them move it around, and then in those moments we're going to double we're going to find ways to double. And we're going to keep those three center mids in front of those three center backs. And we're absolutely not going to let any space between those lines. That's not, e- it, I can say it to you and you can say, okay, yeah, let's do that against LFC. It, look, it, look it like looks, looks easier than It looks like an NFL defensive
0: line and linebacking core mm-hmm. kind of parked in there. And of course, that, that would be, you would think that would, would be very rigid, which it, it, it was anyway, but still, yeah. regardless if you put these big bodies, it's going to do it. You say other teams would do it, 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 Minnesota had enough elsewhere to kind of pull it off.
1: And I had a conversation with some of the, the performance guys before the podcast, and we just kind of talked about it and how difficult it is to play in that way. And they said, it's also, you score those goals. Thank God you get those goals. Because that kind of is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're on the field and you're playing this way and it's difficult mentally, it's exhausting. Every way to play is mentally exhausting, but maybe this is more so because you're like, man, I want to touch the ball, I want to. we want to get out, we want to run, but you score two goals. Now you start to think, okay, this is the way to win, and it yep. just reinforces in your head, especially when you get to halftime 2-0. If it's 1-0 at halftime, I don't know if we have the same scoreline.
0: Let's talk about this really quickly, About a little bit out of order here, Mason Toy scoring the goals, and how did it happen, news certainly with... Pablo Cisniega coming in for Tyler Miller. We will know more about how that goes on. There is, I think, it's safe to say there is a a, comp, a, a competition there. Yeah. And those two guys are going on, and this there's there's a body of work to be seen as to who might be there. Tyler Miller, coming off the Galaxy game, which wasn't his best, sits here. We'll see what happens here in Orlando and at Philadelphia. The goals by Toy were really well taken. I don't think they. I know Pablo Cisnega said he could have probably gone to the first one. He said, or the no, the, the second, second one, one he could have. I don't know. It, it, those were really well taken to the far post off that left foot. Defensively, I know we've talked about it a bit. They could have helped the goalkeepers, uh, mm-hmm. certainly with what we expect from Walker Zimmerman and Eddie Segura, and we know that they can tighten that up. If they tighten that up, those maybe those shots don't go off, and yeah. I think we can expect them to do just that.
1: Well, if there's, we've talked about it going all the way back to just the very beginning of the podcast. There's just little moments. And if you can change the little things in little moments, maybe none of that happens and we don't we're not even talking about this. I think with the LAFC goalkeeping position, it's the one spot there's been the most re- disruption, and I don't mean that simply the fact that we've changed goalkeepers. I mean that in the fact that Tyler goes away for six weeks. Pablo has to fill in, that's fine. He does very well. Um and then maybe, you know, that's his by the way, that's his first big string of game time in in a long time. That's right. People I think forget he was during that, the
0: summer, he had like four starts and he did the US, he did all the US Open Cup yeah, games.
1: But people forget the big injury he was coming back from. That's right. You know, we 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 chronicled it. I didn't even know as much about it until we actually talked to, to him about it. I mean that, that uh spleen injury was was huge for him. I mean, you gotta imagine in your abdomen how much work, how much core work you do as a goalkeeper, and then just the fact that in a game you faced a life changing situation. That's I don't care how tough you are or how physical you are. That's got to wear on you, and I think that's why in the early season we could see a little promise from him uh, out here training, but the, the coaching staff knew he's not ready. He doesn't have the strength to go 90 minutes. He doesn't have the mental ability to to just stay focused all that time. So Tyler goes away. Pablo has to come in. He does a very good job, but then now you know it kind of wears on you. You've done so many games back and forth. Tyler comes back. We got to get Tyler back because we need two. we want two fit goalkeepers. We want a little bit of competition and then Pablo gets hurt. Now Pablo has a shoulder injury. So you, now you're flipping, you're bringing Pablo back in like Bob said because you want to see, you just want to see him again. You want to get both your guys to 100% and then you want to make the decision. I don't think for a long time that both goalkeepers have been 100% enabled and Bob's been able to make that decision. He's kind of been having to just hedge his bets, I feel.
0: All right. So a lot to unpack and I think we've unpacked it a fair bit. So we'll Take a break here. When we return on Inside LAFC, we will talk about what's next. LAFC begin a two-game road trip at Orlando this Saturday. It is an international break. We'll tell you about the ramifications of that and where it all fits in. We're going to give you our potential 11 because... What is it? Six? Seven. Seven. Seven if you conclude Fito Celaya. And I will say this, that's big news for Fito because there was always a discussion that Carlos de los Cobos, the El Salvadorian head coach, was not going to bring him back. There was uh, irreconcilable differences. So the fact that he's back in there is great news for Fito and his aspiring international uh, hopes. So we'll talk about what the 11 might look like and we'll push it forward from there, see how LAFC can bounce back, and they've done it every time so far this season. You're listening to Inside LAFC. Please subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside LAFC. We're looking ahead to LAFC's travel to Exploria Stadium in Orlando City, a team that needs to.
1: Compile. You know that well because you were out there. At the I was All-Star there at the All Star game. game. That
0: was a uh, that was rough sledding. Weather was was rough, and I was starting to get a little a little under the weather. But oh, right. you came no, back. Actually, that was what got me sick. I think the travel. Yeah, you came I had back a whole week on the road. Pretty
1: rough. Because what <laughs> did you have? Open Cup leading up into that? Open Cup next
0: week, and then I, I blew out everything my body to call that game. The next morning I woke up, I was like, oh.
1: I mean, full compliment. Jumping on a plane you, from Minnesota. I, I remember watching the, the skills challenge and midway through Will's cause Will was out there with you. And, uh, he goes, man, this is an interesting event. They're going to need to do a lot. Thank God, Max and Stuart here, because if they weren't, <laughs> I don't know how this would go. Cause they, they, he, said that you guys carried that event. It, wow. If it had Will, not been thank for you, you guys, you very much. That event, he would have fallen flat.
0: I want to say, and Stu texts me sometimes because he listens to YouTube TV and our broadcast because he lives in LA and he travels so much. I just want to say really quick before I forget, and I'm the king of getting off topic, every game from this point forward, the remaining six games... In L.A., you can watch on YouTube TV, not on Fox or ESPN. They'll be all on YouTube TV, so join us now. Sub- this is If you don't subscribe to YouTube TV, this is a great time. Watch the six games. See what else YouTube TV have to offer, and they have to offer a lot, and check it out and see if you want to make a change in how you consume and watch right. TV. If you have cable or if you stream things, this could be a new, a new option, cut especially the cord, with maybe. LAFC on board.
1: Yep, cut the cord. Yeah. Well, look, you get LAFC, it, but you get all the things that you get with your cable package, too. Right. And with LAFC, you, you re- don't just
0: get games. You get all sorts of programming.
1: Right. That's why you replace it. It's not an addition. Yes. Replace your cable.
0: Right. So maybe I was going to say, maybe Stu listens to this and we'll, we'll But anyway, it's good to see a lot of these guys who live in LA and they do tune in to YouTube TV, which is a tremendous, tremendous service. So, yes, we were in Orlando and what was I talking about Orlando again? Oh, am getting ill. But no, it was. Uh, you survived. Yeah. Travel will slow down here. and I'm kind of excited. I'm actually uh, I just came back from that fish show. Thursday I'm going to the Greek for the first time since I came back to listen to Taicho, which is an ambient kind of electronic music. So I'll just okay. sit in my chair and chill. I've heard the name. So than, I'll go there late cuz I'm not going to, I'll probably leave from Redondo Beach around 7:30 and get there around 8:30.
1: It's amazing how many years were you on the East Coast Max? 8 years. It's amazing how quickly you become LA right again. Oh man. Love Leaving it. late, you're already looking at it, you're like ah 10:30 I could leave fr- I could just I-
0: I'm from Miami, but if there is a war of the cities, I am fighting for LA. I'd hate to see a war for the cities, but I'd like to fight for LA. Not just because I'm from LA, but they have a good chance to win because it's a bigger army. Yeah,
1: I'd like to think we'd beat Miami pretty handily. <laughs> we'd go we'd go, "Hey Fresno, I mean, we're let's, taking let's, you out." Let's be fair, they show up late. <laughs> and in the wrong in the wrong footwear, the wrong clothing, yeah. they come in white. It'd be very easy yes. to spot them.
0: By the way, inner Miami doing some exciting things on that. I can't wait to to hook horns with them next season at some point. I do
1: like seeing teams that look like they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, player-wise, it's exciting what they've done just at this stage, way ahead of what most teams would be doing. All right, so let's get to uh, this week. It's an international break. Not a break. Uh, International window. (laughs) International window. Sorry, sorry, sorry. International window. A
1: break for everywhere else. Right. We're lobbying for it to be a break from now on.
0: I've been covering Major League Soccer for a very long time, and I remember the international windows would come up, and MLS wouldn't stop Doing it, would not stop playing because they really didn't have to. There'd be like 15 internationals league-wide tops. Yeah. And even the American team, it'd be a lot of the European-based players. You would have some of the off-season windows where they would get the MLS players. It never affected it. But MLS now, kind of a victim of their own success. They've done a good job getting out of certain windows. They had a, a, a pretty more clear summer break, certainly for LAFC. Yep. They'll honor the break during the playoffs in October. The first week,
1: is that when there's a okay? There's that
0: October right when October sixth, seventh. It's like a that's t- the break. That's okay. the break, and then the playoffs will kick in right thereafter. They're here in this September break, and the victim of their own success because LAFC is missing six. Minnesota, the opponent over the weekend, is missing six. There are some teams missing seven. Seattle is missing ten players. Ten, Ridiculous. an entire team. Yeah. An Entire team, you would imagine if they're getting called up for international duty, that's 10 of your best players.
1: Well, we looked at training, and it was like training, you could, everyone?
0: you could see it. How about the parking? The par- yeah. did you roll in there? I could, I, I had there was like spots everywhere,
1: Max. You got like a number one. That, Ma- I parked in front of so, the LAFC
0: performance center yeah, today. If people
1: don't know the way that the tra- the performance center works is there's a row of parking spots that basically if you get out of your car, you don't have to pass any other cars. You can walk right in. That is the first team. That's like the first the first team. That's right. I parked. That's Carlos Vela in there. And guess who's parked in there today? I Max
0: It's a small parking lot, but I like this place because everything's small. Yeah. I like the intimacy I just like the mox- practice, the stadium. I just love the
1: moxie of you coming in. You go, I got it. <laughs> Spot number one, Max Team Browse. Security
0: Paul did point me in that direction. Oh, okay. So. Fair. Team Security well, Paul, must- who is now infamous... Then you must have a good call for walking Matias Almeida out yeah. of Bank of California. Stadium. Well, Paul
1: comes to me sometimes and he'll say, "You know, you you did a good good write-up. You're the man of the match. You can park right in the front. <laughs> so you must have had a good call this past weekend. Yes. to to allow right. you, you must be man of the match on that call.
0: D- team security, Paul might be uh, get us some some good access here at some point. Yeah. So uh, I would like uh, Major League Soccer's got to get out of this window. I don't know how they do it. It's going to be very difficult how because they've already moved a lot, well, especially at this point in the season. But this is the point because Seattle. I mean. LAFC, I think what could be at risk here is their pursuit for uh, history. Yeah, uh, the goals I think is probably in peril at this point. Yeah, yeah. You the can't. You can Win can't total is up, up probably still on, but the the margin win for error is on. shrinking.
1: Points is on. Obviously, goal differential. We we're owning the best. So uh, assuming we continue to do well, that goal differential will stay or grow. Um, yeah, a lot are still on, but yeah, goals are off, and then just the consistency in your squad. Right? Don't you want to run in to to really just stay consistent? You're yeah. sending guys off all around the world for guys like Edward Atuesta who's going to Argentina and Brazil. It just it's the wrong time to not honor it's, a break.
0: Yeah, maybe there's a break to do it earlier. I know, but everyone says the games count the same here. But look, this is it's just it's not it's not it's they don't, not accurate. They don't in a playoff this, structure. This is where you do it now. The Sounders, I feel really bad for because they I think have worked really hard to get to second. Yeah. In the Western Conference, and now. If a couple games, if they miss seven, eight, nine, ten guys, they're not going to be in second. Yeah. If they're in second by the end of this, this is uh, miracle worker stuff. And even Minnesota, how important is that win over LAFC? Because yeah. missing their six really good players, and now Mason Toy's gone, and Mason Toy, that and a
1: bunch of other guys. So
0: this is, I mean, that, that in their case, go this win against LAFC, well, they'll look back at it as the biggest win in the history of their franchise. If they make the postseason, yeah, which I think that win might help them put it, get them in there. All right, so any issues, anything? We've talked about the international No, one's, just, happy.
1: no, no one's, one's happy. No one's happy.
0: Major it. League Soccer, I look, they do a great job. but it's they, they, They're trying, and they've worked on the playoff format, and they, it looks good. They worked on getting these windows cleared, but this is the one that just is resonating now.
1: So, Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they're trying. I think this is going to be another one where they're going to have to look back because, like we just said, there is not one single player or coach that is happy about this. And coaches <laughs> look at it, and coaches look at it, and they think, oh, maybe I could – See, here's the thing. You know, you have, like, the Toronto situation where maybe Greg Vanney talks to Greg Berhalter and goes, hey, maybe these guys don't go. Maybe, they, And that's fine. But at the same time, like, do you want to be that coach lobbying with national team coaches to keep your players? You don't. You don't want to be the guy that stands in the way. That's one thing we always talk about with the LFC. We're so proud to have our players go places. We're not going to stand in their way. However, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got to win games. You want to win games. I mean, luckily, we're in the in the driver's seat, but... Man, I, I yeah, don't I don't envy the coaches. I mean, I don't envy national team coaches arguing with coaches when they're like, hey, I'm in the midst of a playoff run. I got to do this and that. And it's <laughs> like, well, t- this is the way FIFA sets this up, man. I, I have full rights to call your player. I
0: think we're chatting with Bob uh, preparing for our YouTube TV game with Orlando City. Maybe I'll sneak that in. Hey, Bob, your thoughts on the uh, international window? <laughs> Be ready. I'm not going to ask
1: him that. Bring your earplugs.
0: All right, it is what it is. They're facing an Orlando City team, which is on the right end of the effect of the international window because they have a couple guys missing. Mm-hmm. And generally, I mean, their best player, Nani, you'd say, uh, Christ- aged uh, Those guys are all going to be there because they're they're not really in, yeah. in, in the shop window, if you will, of their national team. So we have this situation now where LAFC has to fill some gaps. Carlos S- some Vela. Some gaps. Carlos Vela is still on the mend. Getting on an airplane to Orlando doesn't sound like mm-hmm. it's something, a really long trip, doesn't sound like something you want to do for someone who's got a bad eye. I don't know anything. I'm just saying well, injury, I would be surprised if he is going to jump on a plane in Orlando after we didn't see him this weekend. We can give Let's him, assume.
1: We can give a mini injury update. Carlos is still off to the side, but he's, he's doing running. work with the ball, yeah. and he's running. He was running. He was jogging last week, to be fair. but he we're, obviously We're didn't. recording this on a Wednesday. We're recording this on a Wednesday. He was jogging last week, but had not been doing any ball work, and then was out of the 18. Okay. He's now doing a little bit of ball work. Still not with the the squad, and then we can also look at the history of players that have had some kind of hamstring injury. Adama Diomande, Stephen we were not risked without being one hundred percent sure that they were okay. Okay. So under those conditions, I think we can put an eleven together and say, even if Carlos Vela is ready to play, he's not going to be in the starting eleven. Okay. Which hey. is why we're putting this eleven together.
0: Let's talk about the guys that are healthy and would 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 play international window or no international window. And it's a good chunk. I mean, the depth is gonna, obviously going to be the issue. We'll yep. get to that in a moment. But in it, it, let's go from the back to front. Tyler or Pablo at goal. Both will go. Both can go.
1: Both can go. I think we talked about it already a little bit, just the way that they're trying to get both guys up to 100%. I would not be surprised to see Tyler back in there.
0: Okay. The back line is, is pretty... Is as is, is deep as stacked as any group. So you have Jordan, Harvey, Eddie Segura, Stephen Bates, who normally seventy five percent of the back line. They are all available and ready to go. Mohamed El munir could go as a left back as mm-hmm. well. So you have depth uh, at that full back position, and then Danilo, Danilo is the one. And well, and Tristan, Tristan Black, Tristan's an automatic for me. So he's going to go. You would imagine in there.
1: Well, Tristan's been. I've told you this, this is one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite stories. Tristan has gone from. A player that's a rookie, that you know, we look at guys that are drafted in this league, and we say, you know, they're hit or miss, and maybe they never become anything. Maybe they're just good guys to come off the bench. Tristan, for me, is a bona fide could start for a lot of teams, and I think he's really figured it out. So for me, I would draw Tristan straight into that. Center I guess back the spot. discussion
0: maybe put Tristan for Beta, but if Beta's healthy to go, you don't. So it makes yeah. the Tristan comes in at center back. So let's say what we're seeing is Tyler, Harvey, Blackman, Segura, Beta. Yeah, everyone can live with that.
1: Yeah, That's I think uh, you. you with Danilo long...
0: off the bench, likely to see minutes, and yeah. a guy you wouldn't be worried about. Danilo's my wild card. Yeah, we talked about He's this. He's ready as, to go.
1: Well, we had yesterday. We had uh, that our Black and Gold show, which will be on YouTube TV. Man, yes. we've given so many good plugs of YouTube TV. You, but this was the Black and Gold show
0: is great, and I want I want to just point out how much better in a short time. Uh, on the TV side, Vince has gotten, and even Alex Dwyer. He said some cool stuff that I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. So Alex Dwyer, who writes, I, I forgot. I got him confused with Ryan Wallerson for a moment. I said he works for The Athletic. He works for com. He does stuff for NBC Sports. So he's doing a great job. It's it's great to see this where we have a a more collaborative affair on this because it makes the shows better. So great job, Vince, on, on your end.
1: Yeah, so you and I aren't just spinning our wheels. Yes, so it's a, it's a, really, it's a
0: really, I'm really happy about that show. And well-produced by Bernard Worrell and Yuli Roman, who... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I cannot imagine the work they do on a regular basis. Everyone works hard, but those guys are doing something.
1: I know, what did we say yesterday? What was it, a 15-minute shoot, one hour setup? They
0: set up for one hour with that's, all the cameras. That's all them, those it two guys. It is hard. Roll up your sleeves time.
1: We roll in, they, they, we get to be stars for a second, then say, peace, and they tear it down.
0: I felt bad. I, I, moved, I helped them move a couple things out of there. I took some jerseys back. Yes, I took, you did too. But no, did, we Midfield. Talked,
1: I brought this up, I said, and I don't, I have no information on this, but I'm just shooting it out there. What if Danilo, who I, who I believe, and I've seen him in training, and he's very good with his feet, uh, can carry the ball pretty well? Danilo is a number six. So I don't think it's going to happen. There is, a, there is a hole there. But that's if, where the atuesta. If twist, I huh? was filling in a spot, just looking at the rest of the midfield options, because now, now we're in an area, the midfield is the one area where now, if, I, if I'm worried, that's where we're a little thin. By the way, a little I, thin on natural midfielders. I
0: think you agree with me. There's no one I'm happier for for this international window than Eduardo Tuesta to get that opportunity. This yes. is fantastic for him. All right, so we have a spot there. Lee Win Latif Blessing in the midfield. That is locked stock, yep. and two smoking barrels.
1: Yes, and if I'm just thinking about the balance of the midfield and how I oh, – I shouldn't say that, how I would craft it. Bob hears this. he's going to be not very happy. Sorry, I'm just looking at the this balance of the independently midfield.
0: independently resourced.
1: I would think that possibly slotting Danilo in as as a more defensive minded uh, player to to kind of shield uh, shield the backline might work better than what I think is actually going to happen, which is you have Josh Perez who who's been phenomenal, who's worked so hard. He's got his minutes. Uh, another guy is
0: who could also go to the top.
1: Who could also go to the top. But another guy that has uh, in a, in the way Tristan has has. Improved to to the point where it's he's not just a guy where you go yeah now I feel comfortable with him no no he's a guy where you go yeah go out there play be yourself be, use your personality take the ball get on the ball do things you know don't just go out there to be a bit player be be a player and that because that that San Jose game was Josh Perez's coming out party I mean he yes. was phenomenal was awesome and it wasn't just him. that seems a long time ago all of a sudden it does seem a long time ago <laughs> but it wasn't just him he, he was great in that game and in ways that it wasn't like. Oh yeah, just find Carlos. It'll be good. No, no, no. He did his own things. He beat his man. He he crafted plays. He was in on there, and he finally got his goal. So I think it'll end up being, you know, let's let's hedge
0: our bets. Let's go Danilo slash Josh in the midfield alongside Lee and Latif. Well, I'm
1: just saying, if it is Josh Lee Latif, I trust them to do the rotations in the correct way. To to basically. What they're going to have to do is know, look at space and know when to balance, when you need to be the guy that goes forward, when you need to be the guy that stays back. That's going to be the most pivotal role because none of them are natural fits to sit in front of the defense. And that's why I that's why I consider Danilo there because he would be a natural fit.
0: Now, Peter Lee Vassell would have been brought back in. Would have been, but he's part of that seven. Slopped him right in there at that thing, but he is going to represent Jamaica. So... It just, and that's tough for him too. What a great opportunity for Peter Lee Vassell. Obviously, mm-hmm. playing for your country, playing an important game for your club, your club that you want to log more minutes. So, yeah. you know, the international window, uh, we go back to Tyler. I mean, in his time that he, it took a while for him to recover from that. So, international windows yeah. and, and call ups take a toll professionally on guys.
1: When I, I talked to Walker right after he was in the press conference, and I said, hey, just a question for me, I'm just curious about this. If you have a tough loss like this. And then you got to go to your national team, and you know your team's gonna be shorthanded. What do how how do you deal with that? He goes, man, you just got to turn it off. He's like, to be a great player, you got to know that now we've lost this game. I am gonna have a chance to look at it at some point, but I got to turn it off, and I am one hundred percent an international player. I am one hundred percent a U.S. national team player, like that. And then the second that final minute is done of that U.S. national team game of that final, you know, friendly, he's one hundred percent an LFC player, and that's he said that's the only way to do it because if you are thinking about one or the other at any moment? It's just not going to work. It's right. simply not going to work. So yeah, for Peter, for a young player, it's a big moment because he's it probably is. thinking, "Oh man, this would have been my chance to get back in the squad, but I got to go to Jamaica." So he's got to be 100% Jamaica. Yeah, you
0: just got to turn it off. Another yep. in the the book of phrases from Vince LaRosa, even though it was Walker Zimmerman's yeah. words, but I'm giving you credit by way of another podcaster, right. Walker Zimmerman. All right, so let's go to the attack. Diego Rossi, not called up to Uruguay. It's a stylistic thing. Otherwise, you figure he'd have a shot just like Brian Rodriguez. Adama Diomande will be in the middle of that front three. And then we have this spot. We can hedge our bets again. And the likely one is Adrian Perez because he came off the bench against Minnesota. If Danilo's in that midfield, which we we like as an option, maybe that's where Josh comes on. Yeah. Or maybe you have both Perez's, which is always an exciting prospect. Perez and and Perez.
1: And again, they're players that... Bob doesn't point out players doing well unless he means it. Like, we try. Look, as a media, he, know, he knows better that we're always trying to, like, pull little things out of him. Just say something for me so I have something to write. He's not going to do it. And so when he actually does say, like, you know, I think uh, Josh and Adrian Perez have really shown something in training. They've shown that they've taken a step. They've shown that they can be counted on. I I will tend to believe him. I know in this day and age in the media, we're like, yeah, people just say things that they say things. Bob really doesn't. So whenever he, he, he throws something out there, because honestly, I've asked him to give me individual players, and he gives me a, an answer and somehow hasn't named anyone. So when he actually does go out of his way to do it, I, I'm going to believe him. So I think Adrian Perez, and we saw him in that game, and he had some, he had a little, you know, no, but we already talked about it. We were not going to score in that game.
0: Yeah, we weren't going to score.
1: But, again, he didn't look at Mama place. told me
0: there'd be days like this. Mama told me there'd be days like this.
1: Yeah, just finish it. That's, That's a, it. You had a good pause
0: there. <laughs> That's just a pause in the song.
1: Um, I don't know. What did you think of Adrian when he came on? I think again. I think it was
0: a the look of a a rusty just game player. A rusty. And I, I always liked his game. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but mentality wise, did you was it, did you see what I saw? I saw yeah. I saw somebody that was engaged. Not, yeah, not necessarily afraid of the moment and was saying, "Hey, you know, my team needs me here. I can't just be a passenger in this in this shutout."
0: Yeah. All right, so let's look at our bench. So That's it'll be a combination. T- Mohamed El will be there. It'll be either Danilo, let's say Danilo, or Adrian would be on the bench because mm-hmm. Josh will probably get one of those, those spots, we would think, and then... <laughs>
1: Dejan Jakovic is dealing with an injury, yep. so he's a question mark. Obviously, one of your goalkeepers is on there, and, yes, you, hope, one goalkeeper, and so you would we hope and three. pray you don't need to see him.
0: I'll put Pablo just because we think... Right,
1: Alejandro Guido is back to fitness, But we've already brought this up again, too. There's no substitute for game fitness. So he is behind. He's well behind. But he will be on that bench. But he will be on the bench, I would assume. So he is an option in central midfield. Don't expect him to start because there's not a chance he has. We'll see one, no more than two subs
0: here, barring injuries or
1: anything. I would think so, which is going to be tough because Orlando's not going to be. It's going to be. wetty and gross. Oh, it's
0: great in Orlando in oh, yeah? early September. It's oh. beautiful. It's the best time of the year.
1: I would have I would assume you you take a shower and need one right when you get back out. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, that is accurate. And then that's probably it.
1: That's it. That's this is what the international break does. I, I believe we will not have a full 18 unless Carlos unless Carlos gets into that and even then I think that would only leaves us at 17.
0: And as you mentioned with Seattle, thank goodness they have an academy. Yeah. Valley of Seattle Academy, they would be able to fill some gaps here.
1: And yeah, but those are more – I feel like – But that's not – that's – Look, what we're saying is thank goodness they have an academy to make their otherwise, bench – To fill out their bench. Right. Otherwise, their
0: team would look like something out of the NFL yeah.
1: well, look sporting, strike year. Sporting KC has a full academy, has a USL side. For matches this season, they had benches of 15 and 16 at times because they had so many injuries. So, mind you – Sometimes you call up these kids and you give them hey, a little pat on back. Hey, man, you're up here. Learn from these pros. You're here on a game day. You get to see how we prepare. You get to deal with this. You get to see the team speech, all that stuff. But really, you're here just to fill out the numbers.
0: Okay, so the international break will go. Games will be played as soon as Friday. Yes. And then. Actually,
1: I think there's, there's Thursday, Thursday. So Thursday, Friday.
0: And then the second games will be played Tuesday.
1: Argent- I think Argentina, Chile is the fifth.
0: All right. That's at the, uh, the Coliseum. Yeah. I'm going to the Taicho concert, can't make yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, would, I would go if Arturo Vidal was on Chile, but he's not, so <laughs> that's, that's a, my dude. That's a weird draw right no, there. No Messi, no Arturo Vidal, yeah. no Vince.
0: So games will then be played Tuesday, Wednesday, so there'll be an outside chance that a couple guys could play in the game at Philadelphia, which is shaping up to be a big game with yes. best of the West, best in the East. They'll, Potentially. Leave,
1: they'll be back. They'll get assessed by the performance team. They'll see where they are. I mean, obviously, if a guy goes...
0: I, think, I don't think you can expect all six.
1: No, and if a guy goes a full 290s and has to travel you know, across country, yeah, maybe a tough, tough spot for him to start. But I think that Philadelphia game will be a full squad.
0: All right. Very cool. All right, so that was good stuff. Hey, I, just one thing before we go. I wanted to mention this so uh, we could give Rosen his, his due. He has uh, been part of the, the process of getting LAFC to be the first... MLS team I know to be on this. TikTok and as a result...
1: Neither of us know what TikTok is or doesn't. I made my first TikTok. I it was terrifying. It
0: was terrifying. It is terrifying. That's what you get. So I, I, it's on my Instagram. I Embrettos. do feel like it's
1: a platform for Max Bredos.
0: I, know, I don't want to go carried away. and go. People go, that's the voice of our team and he's Dressing up like RuPaul, and I uh, just
1: I can't wait till Tom Penn goes. Max, I saw you on TikTok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on TikTok once. Yeah, I don't want to see you on TikTok I don't, twice. I don't want to see it you again. You're done,
1: boss. <laughs> Han, hand, me, hand me your phone, Max. <laughs> I'm just
0: going to take this off your apps, and you're ready to go. Tom anyway, would
1: strike that, me as the type that would take your phone and go, "Hold yeah, on, let hold me on. just." No, there you go. Good there there favor. You go. Thank for you
0: very much. But anytime you're first, I think it's worthwhile mentioning it.
1: Yeah, and the NFL just signed a deal with them. It's, I mean, we're ahead of not, the NFL. It,
0: it's the, it's the kids. I go to TikTok, I go, I know what's going on. But it's not. I'm not the audience. I'm not the audience. But the next generation is, and we know we have a lot of next generation fans. So welcome. TikTok, your, go to the LAFC account. That's what I was going to say. Go to the LAFC account uh, if you're on TikTok and follow them. They'll have really cool, quick fo- clips of games, practices, so you can see the players in.
1: I think one of the coolest aspects of it that you'll see is our video team, is we have... Especially at home, two, three guys shooting at a they time. They catch everything. Guys, sorry, guys and ladies, Lauren, Terry, uh, shooting at a time. And they're so good at tracking plays. But they do so many that they forget how many they do. They go back and they look and go, oh, there's a great moment of a Meg here, blah, blah. So I think you're going to start to see some of those plays that maybe you forgot happened. Yeah. But from a from a field perspective, from a tight angle, from a slow-mo, I mean, there's going to be really cool stuff that you get a really so cool a great sell. technical aspect of it. So Prior not-
0: to that, I would I would take that footage off our accounts and put it on my own Twitter, yeah. which was kind of lame and take credit for it. As if I filmed it.
1: I would love to see...
0: <laughs> I credited the guys when I got there's it. I, said, if you, I told him, if you get something cool, give it to me. I'll put it on my uh, social media because it, it should live somewhere because yeah. there's so, it's an overabundance of footage that we can now...
1: I mean, I'm still waiting for that one home game where we all change roles. You and I, down down filming. Somebody else up in the booth. Somebody writes my takeaways. Let's do that. Let's shift it around. Yeah, Let's do some rotation. It would be bad.
0: Hey, Max, we want to talk about your video capture. Yeah. Well, you stayed on this seagull for about... Two minutes, and I go. Well, I thought Ollie
1: was going to see the seagull and
0: make your sure he got out is, of the veil. Your
1: thumb is in every shot. It was a really big seagull, how.
0: yeah. <laughs> and you putting cables away. I mean, <laughs> that's really a labor of love.
1: <laughs> you filmed all the food in the <laughs> in the venue. <laughs> oh, look at that!
0: Anyway, there it is. I think we we covered it pretty well. Okay, that's pretty good. We all didn't
1: right. take no international break for you and I.
0: No international break. We'll be here. Join us on YouTube TV Saturday. Follow all of the, the wonderful musings of Vince on LFC.com. And we'll see everyone back at Bank of California Stadium on the 21st against Toronto. So good good week, the run, and enjoy it because the season, the playoffs will be here very, very soon. And we'll see if they are able to get a goal, get a win uh-huh. to keep them on track. We didn't even mention it.
1: A win and, uh, seals the West.
0: Seals the West. And I think that's road win number nine, which is one away from the from the record. It's a big ask. But underestimate this group. Yep. They, keep, they just keep plugging away. Yeah. All right, Vince, we'll see you soon. Yep. Subscribe to the podcast or Vince is going to hurt your feelings.